0: We are live. Good morning, everyone. This is Practice the Said podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Al-Kaid. Um, My mission is to create wealth and I interview business owners and learn about their processes and system. And if you're an entrepreneur, this is for you because, I mean, people I interviewers are people that are making it happen through actions and making it happen, and making money. So today, um, but first I want to talk to you about wealth creation, right? Nobody's demanding you to create wealth for you and your family and for everyone around you. So you have to demand that yourself. You have to know that, hey, I want to create wealth so that I could help people around me and my family and make my life a lot better, and so I could help people that need help right? So nobody's demanding that from you. You have to demand it yourself. Um, Today is is another exciting day. I have a really good guest. Um, Her name is Erica Leary. Um, Erica Leary is a marketing strategist, business consultant, and the founder of uh, Power Profit Formula. She is self-proclaimed marketing geek. Well, that's gonna be interesting. Most girls spend time shopping, but she does, she she studied marketing. Um, Erica studied business and marketing. It's her passion. She's also a CEO and founder of Omega English, the number one global English language platform for group classes. She is from Atlanta. Georgia, but she le- now live in Panama, and she says she can defend herself speaking Spanish. Ooh, it's very interesting. In her spare time, she loves the beach, traveling, hanging out with friends and family, and of course, being online, study marketing. And it's going to be a really good thing for everyone. Um, She started marketing, and right now, she's working as a uh, marketing Strategies um, Increase Your Profit, Sales, and Income Without Spending Any Money on Leads. So that's what we're going to be learning about. I'm excited for this. So help me welcome Erica Leary. And she's coming on. Hi, Erica.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me on. How are you, Jonathan?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on. Um, where are you at located right now?
1: I'm in Panama City, Panama.
0: City of Panama. Okay, that's definitely good. Well, um, my first question for you, Erica um, take us back. I know that you're a marketing geek, um, you love marketing, but take us back. What's the story behind um, how did you get started with your marketing passion? And, you know, what were you doing back then?
1: So I think really I got hooked on marketing when I was in college and started studying it because it fascinated me how. you know, just businesses could blow up based on how they did their marketing, like Walmart, I think is just one of the greatest examples. And McDonald's is one of my favorites, because I love the Big Mac. Mm -hmm. But it's such a cool example of how a business can really become, you know, a household name an international brand and everything else, purely almost based on their marketing and their systems. Because I mean, although I love McDonald's, I could probably say that it's not, you know, the best hamburger I've ever eaten in the world, but I love it. Uh You know, what makes me love it? What makes me so attracted to it? That fascinates me. I just think that's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Starbucks, you know, Starbucks, it's coffee. It's, you know, so I just think that marketing can, you know, just really make such a difference in a business. And it's I think the process of it is, is very neat. And it's cool. It's neat to see. And, you know, COVID has been such a terrible time for a lot of people, I think. And here in Panama, we've been on full lockdown. I I think for five months, I didn't leave the house. I think maybe twice. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. We weren't. Al- yeah, we were not allowed to, to go out of our houses. So I think it's been an interesting time to see what businesses have done and how they have pivoted their businesses. And, you know, the majority of that all has to do with what their strategies are and how they're deciding to market, reinvent themselves and that kind of thing. So it's been, you know, I know it's a horrible time, but it's been kind of a cool time, too, just to see what people are doing.
0: Right. And I'm glad you brought in McDonald's as a marketing example because they're like one of the best and you're, you're absolutely correct. They're not the best on selling burgers, but they're actually not in the burger business. They're in the real estate business. Yeah. (laughs) And then they're like, you, you, people don't know, but McDonald's are actually losing on their dollar menu. They're like, Okay, we're going to sell you a burger, but we know that it's going to cost you a dollar, but we know you're going to buy more because we, we know who you are and, you know, you're going to need drinks and fries with, the, coming with that burger, so... Great thought- marketing
1: practice. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's all about getting you in front of their salespeople. And mm-hmm. once you're there, they know you're going to buy more. Grocery stores do the same thing. It's called a loss leader. A lot of times they'll bring you in based on a product. Um, hardware stores sometimes do that. They'll just bring you in based on, you know, a good promotion or product. Mm-hmm. And that's how they
0: you know yes see um like let's say there's uh there's a sales on let's say it's a supermarket there's a sales on the turkey ham turkey and then you'll be like okay well that's my favorite i'm gonna go there but you're coming out of there with a full shopping cart exactly
1: exactly so they know they'll make their money as long as they can
0: get you there right and that's what's so fascinating about marketing is it's just the psychology of it. This, you're, you're just not buying one, you're gonna buy a lot. Um, Erica. but walk us through, what what is the power profit formula? I, I'm but excited actually, to hear about this.
1: This is funny, that's like a perfect segue because that's one of the steps in the power profit formula. But the power profit formula is basically like what every business needs to go through and like the very small incremental changes that you could make in your business to make you know explosive differences. And so the first one is profits. I'll just go through really quickly. Sorry, the first one is leads, then profits. Then um, I go through a whole thing. Transactions, prices, and profits. Okay. So it's, um, at the second one is, um, anyway. So it, you go through this whole thing. Right. The second one is the conversions. I said profits, sorry, mm-hmm. it's conversions. So it's leads conversions, transactions, prices, profits. So it's the whole cycle, right? So when you first get the leads in, that's what everybody's like, oh, I need leads, I need leads, I need leads. But really, most people's problem isn't really leads, you know, it's their messaging. Maybe they're not attracting the correct people to their company. You know, like if you are, for example, in your business, you are Um, focusing on certain entrepreneurs or certain people who are doing a certain thing. So everything that you say and all of your marketing should be moving in that direction towards those people, speaking directly to them. You want to be in their head, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. in order to convert the leads, you need those leads to be qualified leads, which means people who want what you have, or at least have some form of interest in what you have and, and that you are actually speaking to them. Because if, for example, if you're speaking to new entrepreneurs and we're talking about, um, about concepts that are way, you know, in advance of where they are, we need Mm -hmm. to bring it back. You know, how is going to help them today. So for example, if your audience right now is new entrepreneurs, what they need to be working on is their messaging, they need that to come out first, because that is the most important part, they need to figure out who they want to speak to, and then try to get in the head of that person that they want to speak to. So they Mm -hmm. want to know what's that person, you know, what, what their problems are, and how you personally as a business or as a person, as a brand can solve those problems. And that's all about the messaging. And that goes to the beginning with the leads, because it's if you get a thousand leads in, but there are only five of them that are qualified, your conversion, which is your second um, part of the equation, your conversions are going to be terrible. So you want a lot of leads, but you want high conversions too. right?
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. So your
1: first thing is, you know, maybe you need to increase the amount of leads you're getting, you know, if you're only getting three leads, maybe you need 100. So you're going to increase those leads, but you also want them to be really good leads, so that you can move into the second part and you're able to convert those leads
0: hmm okay so there's a lot there right um messaging is definitely the best part um on what i hear it's because people would work on a lot of stuff but they don't try to understand their their market um my audience are, are entrepreneurs and people are trying to come out out of their job and start their own business so they're like beginners like beginners beginners so people like they don't know their messaging and then they're trying to convert, but however, they're not, not, they're not trying to understand their, their market. You have to go out there and test the market, test your message. If it's actually working and reach out to people. Um,
1: and not it, be married to it, because yes. especially when you're first beginning, mm-hmm. you know, you might switch like a little bit, you might kind of, you know, it's not like you're changing your mind, but, you know, you're kind of getting used to what you like and you're finding out a little bit more every day about what your your people like and what mm-hmm. they're interested in and what they want and what they need. And and you as well. So you are evolving and companies do it all of the time. You know, not ever, like you said, McDonald's is a is a real estate business, um, but they did start out as a hamburger business before, right. you know, mm-hmm. they were a conglomerate, but. So that's the thing. If you're starting out, don't be married to the very first thing that you do. You know, mm. you want to sort of work with it and mold it and kind of, you know, let yourself move a little bit and give yourself right. grace to to mess it up. Or it's not even messing it up, you know, just to kind of fail forward a little bit.
0: Mm. I, I like that advice. That's like the best advice I've heard like this week. Because it's it's very true. You do not fall in love with the first thing you do. And you got to give yourself time to actually make it happen. It's because um, people are so anxious to make it happen that they don't think, hey, I got to give myself time. And they beat themselves up because this happened to me. Um, so for you guys out there, take this advice and run with it. It's, it's like
1: our American McDonald's mentality. We want it right now. <laughs> right.
0: We I, I want, Of course, everybody wants to make profit right now. I want to make sales right away. I want to make money, of course. However, you got to make, you got to give yourself time. Um, You got to give yourself, you got to, you, you, you got, you, you will, you will hear a lot of no before you could actually make those sales. And you got to give yourself time to understand the market. And, Kiss the frogs before you yeah. find the prince. <laughs> yes, there you go. You're gonna kiss a lot of frogs, that's for sure. Oh my goodness! So yes, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot here, and that's 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 so good for me. But anyways, um, I, I like the power of profit formula, right? However, how are you? Um, what can the the new people do? And like reach out to people, or how are you doing to increase the profit, increase sales, and, and without ad- advertising? Advertising, um, how are you doing that?
1: Okay, so it, it's basically if the whole the whole pr- the whole thing as a whole, right? Because if mm-hmm. you're changing your messaging, um, depends on a newer. Um, a newer entrepreneur, they're already probably not spending on advertising, right? Right, of course. If if you're already spending on advertising, you can change your messaging and stuff just to make what you're spending better. But Mm -hmm. if you're not spending on advertising, as long as you know who your market is, you know who you're speaking to, you can find where they hang out, where they are and speak to them there. You know, Facebook is a great place for people to find other people looking to learn and look at, you know, social media has made marketing so much easier and so free mm-hmm. because the, as long as you have the time, you know, you have to decide early on um, if you have the time. A lot of people are working full time, but you have to wake up early, you know, get up a couple <laughs> hours before work, stay up a, cou- a couple hours at night. Um, I did a whole productivity thing about how you could find easily 40 extra hours in your week to work on your business when you're working a full-time job. And it's not as difficult as you think it is because, you know, it's, it's how dedicated you are and how bad you want it to happen. But there are plenty of hours. And once you get your target audience, you know, once you choose who you're speaking to and you figure out the exact messaging that you need to speak to them with, you know, I think you do a lot of that upfront in writing, you know, answer all the questions to yourself and then start just putting yourself out there in Facebook and Instagram. You could do YouTube podcasting. There are plenty of, you know, at least, I mean, podcasting, you might have to, there are actually free hosting um, places You may have to spend a little money, you may be able to do it for free, but it's free or close enough to free to be able to get yourself out there. You don't need like back in the day, you know, websites and, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't have one, you know, eventually, but don't wait until you have one by any means, you know, Mm -hmm. get that Facebook group going. It's it's or Facebook page. It's free you know, start your Facebook page and start getting yourself out there. A lot of people now do a lot on their um, personal Facebook page instead of on their business page, just because of the reach and start putting yourself out there, do lives, you know, lives are huge.
0: Right. And um. I love talking to you because I couldn't relate so much of what I'm doing to what you're saying. Um, do live. This is actually, we are people, we are live on Facebook profile, Facebook page, um, public, uh, public page, and um, LinkedIn is pending, but we are live on YouTube, Twitch, and also Twitter, Periscope. So we are live on a lot of different platforms, um, which is great. And you're doing, you're doing one thing but you're actually if um, you're more effective because you're doing it to a lot of platform um I want to talk to you about this is where I messed up at the beginning of my I've been entrepreneur for at least three years and this is where I messed up and now I found um, my fundamentals but this is where I messed up um, I was reaching out reaching out and then like it becomes hard for me to, To reach out to people, I was like, "What am I doing? Like, there's no motivation there." But now I switched to like, I only have one thing for my marketing, which um, for like, like one thing. August. Yeah, Yeah. that focus. That like that. This this podcast is that my one thing. Um, like if if anything else fails, like throughout the day, if I did my podcast, I did my marketing, which is amazing to me. I was like, okay, I got yeah. So. Like, these marketing fundamentals, it's it's big for people that are entrepreneurs, especially the ones that are starting. Get your fundamentals right. Get your marketing right. Um, yeah, first, and like
1: you just said, pick your one place. Yeah. You want to be everywhere, but there are plenty of ways to be everywhere and mm-hmm. focus on only one. hmm which is how you're doing it. And that's the perfect way to do it because you can get the rest of that content out to other places, but you're only creating it in one place.
0: One place. Exactly what such I'm
1: such a time saver. Uh-huh,
0: right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yes, you're speaking it right. You are, if you're speaking it correctly. Um, you're, you're saying it the, the, the best way I could say it. Um, I'm just doing that one thing and you could put it everywhere. So at the beginning of my career, it was like, oh, I need to do YouTube videos. I need to do Facebook, and then I need to do LinkedIn. Oh my, what am I gonna post? Oh my God, there's. I was so confused for a very long time. And then when I don't do them, I beat myself. I was like, you're not disciplined enough. You don't want this enough. I <laughs> was like,
1: the downward spiral. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> We've all been I was- there.
0: I was so I was so confused. I was like, How are they doing this? What's the difference between me and these people who are making it? And then fi- finally, I went to my basketball terms. I was like, there should be a fundamentals on how to do marketing and there should be a fundamentals on how to do all of this because I don't want to keep getting confused and I don't want to keep like, Oh, I have to do videos on YouTube. What's my topic oh i'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna write this on Facebook' But, man, I suck at grammar. Like, what the hell? I was like, how, how am I going to do this? So, guys, get your fundamentals right. My fundamentals is this, um, this podcast. So, Erica. Jonathan,
1: real quick, I want to touch on something you just said that yes, I think your audience uh, a, super benefit from. You, were, you just said I suck at grammar. And I think I, so, um, I can't remember if we said this in the intro, but I have a, um, a language center. And so this is one of the biggest things is that people are like, Oh my God, I don't want to go live. I don't want to be in front of camera because my English isn't perfect. Nobody cares. It is not that important. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it's your second language. <laughs> nobody's like you are an edgy. Nobody cares. It is not important. So a lot of people, when I wanted to do my own advertising for, um, for the language school, I had to do it in Spanish. And they told me, you cannot go on camera with your terrible Spanish and put that out to the world. I'm like, why not? What's the big deal? And I just started doing it because the reality is they know it's not my first language. People know that, mm-hmm. they understand it, and they are not even noticing. They're If they're watching you, they're watching you because they like what you have to say. They relate to you in a certain way and that's it they don't care that your you know grammar isn't perfect or that your language isn't perfect or anything else so if that's one of you know your hang-ups the other thing is maybe if your grammar isn't perfect maybe you're like well i don't want to write
0: but
1: i'll speak all day long and not worry about
0: it (laughs) that is so true so guys if yes your grammar just like me my, my second language is english and uh, my insecurities is writing sentences and uh, full paragraphs. Those are like my 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 difficulties when um, it comes to promoting myself in writing. However, this podcast can be converted into a written words, written words. Um, and then you it. can edit. <laughs> yeah, and then you can edit it. And, and then you could post it on your social media with those written words, words. So
1: I do the same thing in my other business because of the same exact reason. So I do everything on video because I, I can't even edit my own writing in Spanish because my grammar is so bad. So <laughs> I just don't write it. I just don't put it in writing. I just do it on video. And then right. I'll get it Google translated and get somebody to edit that
0: yes so like that self-awareness to like hey i'm really good at voice i can talk eh, eh, on on video right here right now and but i don't know how to write so like fine, then I'm going to focus on video. I'm going to do it 100% on video. And be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Because at the end of the day, they don't care about your grammar. Just like Erica said, they care about you putting yourself out there and they like you because of you and they can relate to you and what you're doing. So yes, all Showing of that. Showing
1: up and being consistent.
0: Being consistent is key to just show up. Um, A few more things, Erica. So what do you think? Um, successful entrepreneurs do differently to achieve their goals. I want to. I want. I want to talk about this because it's so important. If we could, if we can, um, mirror or um, just copy what the top achievers do, we can. We can be successful a lot faster than coming out of our own head and our own habits. So, tell tell me, what do you think successful entrepreneurs do differently to achieve their goals?
1: Well, I think you just touched on a big one. I think focusing your efforts is is huge, especially because uh, most of us start off as, you know, one person, a one man gang. And a lot of entrepreneurs don't want an entire corporation behind them. They want to keep it as small as possible. So you're going to be doing a lot yourself. But focus, you know, focus on where your strengths lie and get rid of the rest you know you have to start outsourcing as early as possible for example my editing or your editing you know I, i can't do it myself it frustrates me this is for my other company so i can't do it myself it frustrates me outsource it give it to somebody else who does it better they speak the language and who can do it easier you know i know at the beginning not everybody can outsource everything so You want to be very focused on what you're doing and think to yourself, is this getting me one step closer to my goal? Let's talk about a goal. You need to know what it is and why you're trying to get there. So your first step before you ever even step out the door is figure out, you know, what's your end game? not not your goal today. But what is your end game? What do you want your life to look like? You know, do you want that corporation? Or do you want to stay small? Do you want to keep working when you're 70? Or do you want to sell your business? You know, you need to know that end game. I think at the beginning, it's so much more beneficial to know if you're getting closer to it to know what it is. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're just sort of moving forward to where Right? Yes. it's like it's like getting in your car and being like okay ready to go turn it on, on the ignition and having nowhere to go you need the, like, to know the destination
0: yes the direction uh you you touched on a lot of good points, but i think this is very important for especially for people who are just starting out you have to spend a lot of time with yourself because <laughs> No. <laughs> it's because if, in order for you to find what direction you you have to go you actually have to sit there, there by yourself not with anyone else just by yourself and r- write down hey wh- where do i want to go what who do i want to be and then like how do i get there so like and just
1: writing it down is yeah, very it, big.
0: Mm-hmm, because thinking mm-hmm.
1: about it is not the same and does not come out the same When you write it down, the same is is true when you try to do like your ladder, you know, your buying journey or whatever, like this happened to me, but having it in your head is not the same as when you write it down. So that was a great point. Write it all down.
0: Yeah. Like it doesn't like, even if you're bad at grammar, just, no, nobody's, nobody's going to read reading it. reading <laughs> besides, it. Besides your kid that's going to grow up and be like, hey, because um, I'm going to give my journal to my kids, and I'm, I don't know how exciting that is. They're going to read a lot. So, like, yeah, they don't care either about your writing. <laughs> don't worry no, about that.
1: <laughs> but then, journaling is another great thing you just mentioned. So besides just asking yourself the initial questions and writing it down, I would say an enormous portion of very successful people journal. And it's for a lot of reasons, but one of which is getting those ideas down. It's like when you are in the shower and your best ideas come to you. It's because you're quiet, you're alone and you're just not really, you know, you're not really stressing out about the 80,000 things that you need to do. You're just kind of hanging out, you're in the shower and you're relaxing. The same oh, thing happens God. when you journal, you know, those ideas can come to you. You can get them on paper. I think yes. a lot of the greats journal. I really do.
0: Yeah. Um, my mentor, Jim Rome, he journals a lot. So like, yeah, that's one of the things that I'm never going to let go. I'm going to journal um, like after, after this podcast, I'm actually going to write down a few things that Erica said, cause I, I don't want to forget, you know, but um yeah, so but I want to come back to outsourcing because this is very important for people that are new. Outsourcing, um, like I'm still working working nine to five job. I'm working my my day job, and I have three kids. So outsourcing for me is very important. Like <laughs> <You have> time. <laughs> yeah. So like um I hired um a VA which she all the only the only there's two things she does. She outreach people for um, get them into the podcast. And then one more thing is to book me as a guest. So those are the two things which is takes about, um, I hired her for two hours per week, but she's done a great job. and And because of her, there's so much. There's so much that, that I can do because of her two hours, and now my my podcast is already booked, and also I'm also going to be guest on other people's podcasts. But Erica, what are right. the things that uh, you are outsourcing that it takes time and labor for you that you think will help the new people, uh, the new people that are starting out with their own business?
1: So it depends on where you're at in your journey. So in my um, consulting business i outsource a lot of the sales parts because um like i do a lot of um local businesses and small mm-hmm. businesses but local so a lot of those are a little bit harder to to get on line i mean unless with advertising so i do advertising but um I contract the people who actually make the calls because I don't like to do it. <laughs> and I figure if somebody else is good at it, let them do that
0: part. Yeah, let them do that part. Yes. I
1: think one of the greatest things about outsourcing is that you need to try to stay inside your genius zone and you also need to think of yourself as a CEO so that you are working where the brain activity is and you have people doing the the tasks that are more repetitive type of tasks. So Mm -hmm. what I would suggest to anybody starting out is maybe today you are not outsourcing, maybe it's because you don't know what to outsource yet, or maybe it's because you cannot afford it. Mm -hmm. So I suggest that you journal or that you at least write down what it is that you're doing on a daily basis, and start figuring out what you are doing repetitively, how you can create a system for that, you know, write down the the steps that you take. So for my other business, for example, um, I started outsourcing uh, a little bit of the content creation, just because time wise, I don't have time to create enough content for it. So Mm -hmm. I found content creators, you know, in that business, it's harder because I need um, educators, you know. But anyway, I I found people that could do that, you know, whether it's, you know, at my same level or not, I, I just gave them very specific things. The other thing is, you know, you can outsource your editing, like if you're doing a podcast, you know, maybe the time it would take you to learn how to edit it, the frustrations, your graphics, I outsource all of my graphics, <laughs> and, and it's can. not because I can't figure it out, it's actually because I make them so ugly, I'm like a my personality is is loud (laughs) i'm a loud person and so all of my graphics are just as loud i will make everything like almost obnoxious looking
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then we get so frustrated if it doesn't go right like man how do you do like there's just like people don't understand there's like little things in graphic like little details that would frustrate me and be like Man, screw this. I'm not doing this.
1: So, I'll do like quick things in Canva, but if I need something, you know, serious, I I outsource. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely outsource because it's very important. It buys you more time and do more. So, yes.
1: I <laughs> think editing is a bit, you know, it depends on where, you know, some people are like really technical and I kind of like to torture myself sometimes with the technical stuff and (laughs) i will because i like the learning part so i will spend way too many hours trying to figure out or trying to learn something that i definitely should be outsourcing because it's a waste of time i think one of the great things that people should do and i don't remember who taught me this or where i learned it a hundred years ago but one of the greatest things is to figure out what you are worth per hour
0: mm, Interesting. because
1: if you can figure out what your time is worth per hour and even let's say you're not selling anything yet right let's say that you're not selling anything but that you know all right i have 20 hours uh um a week or i have five let's say i have five hours a week to work on my business and i want to make x amount of money per month Calculate it. I mean, just work it out backwards and say you want to make. I'm not going to calculate on live video because it will be (laughs) ugly. (laughs) But just calculate it out. How much money do you want to make a month and how many hours do you have to put in? Right? Calculate what that would be. And that is your rate per hour. Okay. Right. That is your rate per hour. Now, if you can outsource something, if it takes you five hours to do something, calculate how much money that would be worth to you, whether that is $50 an hour, $100 an hour, $250 an hour. But if you finally realize, okay, my time is worth, let's go with a nice round number $100 an hour, then you want to outsource pretty much any of the tasks that you can for less than that. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, Jonathan, you can find a VA to do some of those tasks that are either a frustrating for you, that are very systematic, that um, you know take a lot of steps, but don't need your brain power. You want to make sure that you're working in the genius of your business. You know you're working in like maybe. Um, you know, you're not going to hire somebody or outsource somebody to do your podcasts for you. No, right. you want to no, be the person that, doing the interviews. Yeah, that, that would not be me.
0: Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. You
1: want the creative side of that. And you know, the business side of it to be all about you. So the rest of the stuff is where you can outsource. But that, even if you can't outsource anything, you know, figure out how much you're worth your time is worth. And start thinking about it, and start documenting what you're doing and how, like the exact order. It took me so long to figure <laughs> out that I needed to be doing that. You know, me start too. it from the beginning. Start that, even if you're not doing it today, not going to outsource it today. That's cool. The minute you're ready, you've got it already documented. You know, right. maybe jump on and make a, cute, a couple of loom videos, and you shoot it over to somebody.
0: There's so much more you can do when you figure out um, how much you're worth. And Then you'll be like, Hey, i uh, spent 30 minutes playing video game. How much is that? <laughs> That's 50 bucks, man. I just throw away 50 dollars. That's 50 dollars. But, anyways, Erica, man, I could talk to you. Uh, Erica, Erica I could talk to you forever. I really love this. Uh, it's gonna be like a part two of this because I want you back. I, wa- I want to talk to you about journaling and mindset because awesome, yeah, I love, love. Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: love but, but is where it's at. I'm telling yeah. you, I, I'm <laughs> all about it. I spend a lot of my time
0: doing that. Yes. And yeah, she spent a lot of time by herself. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. So, um, Erica, we're out of time. Um, I appreciate you coming on to the show. Um, where can people find you and they want to get to know you? Um, where can uh, reach you?
1: all right so um i don't know if you link to things in the show but my name is erica leary e-r-i-c-a-l-e-a-r-y so Mm -hmm. i have a website um you can go just to the website or you can find me on social media erica leary or um i have a freebie if you can link to anything that um I can send to your people for the power profit formula and it just goes through the steps for that.
0: Yes, I have that on the description guys. Uh the, actually a webinar coming on. It teaches you how to you know make more um so income, sales and profit. Is it is it or Yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. There. Okay. The
1: the webinar they can definitely go to and it it's it's longer form and it it's more probably for businesses that are already up and going, mm-hmm. and it definitely, guys. Even if you're not at that stage, go watch it. It's free, mm-hmm. just to see, you know, how a good, you know, not not like I'm a great webinar person, but how a <laughs> webinar runs. You know, what you need to put in there. But also, um, I have a document that just goes through the um, the steps of the of the um, Power Profit formula that I can give to you too
0: all right that's awesome thank you thank you so much erica well anyways guys that's that's it for us um again um marketing it's not about put um it's not about like doing those little things it's actually finding about like the big thing the big picture and then just go getting through it.
1: yourself one step closer every yes
0: day. that I mean, that's like the best way to end the show Get, so I'm gonna end it with that so anyways Bye, everyone. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you so much, Erica.
1: Bye-bye.